welcome back to Life on the Loop Golf Podcast, hosted by Marcus Crow and the bald man, Patrick Ferrity. Two guys grinding it out, lugging bags, and living the dream. Join us every Wednesday for Tales from the Course, casual conversation, and a dose of golf banter. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and follow us on the socials to keep you up to date at Life on the Loop 9. Subscribe! You bastards. You bastards. Episode 42. And we here in the Faraday's Fairground with one minus sofa. <laughs> yes, we're, the furniture is getting a little lighter since they're kicking me out. So kicking you out. I'm slowly getting rid. And we're off to Michigan. So everything's for sale. Everything. Anyone wants anything? Hit me up. Anything. You name it, I've got <clears> it. I'm looking at right now. Books. Chessboard. Computer. TV. Mag, TV. Little wall decoration. You want that? Laptop. I don't know. Office chair. Sofa. Bar stools. Bar. A plant. Beds. Everything. Whatever you want. It's up for sale. It's make me an sale. offer. Just make me an offer. But don't take the piss. <sighs> We, uh, we're back here after a, uh, we'll get around to it, but we have just played a very nice prestigious course here in the Tampa Bay area. And i uh, tell you what, I can both tell us, we're knackered. Absolutely gassed. Also, I don't know, it probably can't be picked up on the microphones, but is that, is that your air, is that your dryer on the go? Yeah. You've got, a, you've got a tea, haven't you? got a tea in a ball market in there it could it's be rattling around yeah, it could be probably gonna hear it but anyway. no, I, don't, I don't think they'll pick it up on the mics but yeah that is in the background <clears throat> so yeah. last episode we uh we had dinner with uh Shagaral and uh daddy daddy your daddy uh it was amazing very good very full great, great night great night out with two of our favorite people yep just shooting the shit it was good. Scranning, a few beverageinos. So yeah, uh, Alan hooked it up, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. But we got <laughs> we got a lot of things to cover. No, got a lot of things to cover. Which some of the notes go even back to May second. I know it's a long way back. Should we just start with today, guys? It's just fresh in our head. Yeah, let's start with today. So fresh. I guess fresh. it was kind of like an end of season, you know. I guess the same as we took Daddy to a restaurant, Mister. Our no, our number one fan. Yeah, I think our our the mem- one of the members at the club that we carry at. He's our number one fan. He is the man. He, Mister. I don't know what we should call him. He's a, he's the number one supporter of the pod, as a member of the club that we carry at. He was actually questioning the other day. I was out with him. He was questioning how. Your Padre got the name Padre, how that began. I feel like he's earned himself a name. He, yeah, he, he told me that today. He asked me that one. Part of me wants to, this is in my head for some reason. I want to call him Mr. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I've got a better one. Okay. I, I feel like this gives a way better ring to it. He's the philosopher. Okay. The, Florent- the philanthropist. Is that how you say it? The philanthropist? The philanthropist. Yeah. It's a tongue twister, so let's not go with that one. I like Mr. Tokyo because it's, <laughs> it's just a bit weird, isn't it? I feel like he'd like it. We were strolling down one of the holes today and he was talking about how unbelievable Tokyo is. He loves it. He loves Japan. He loves Japan. Just anyway. everything about it. Also, it was thought it was quite, this is quite bizarre. 
kind of reminds me of like a video game. He was telling us that like kids aged from like five, six, seven, eight travel the subway or the underground, but they have like little yellow tags or hats on. Yeah, yellow hats. And it's the responsibility of the public to look after them. It's quite interesting. <laughs> I think that's unbelievable. That I think would never society. happen in London town. <laughs> no, no way. Like, they're getting kidnapped. Hundred uh, percent. But yeah, we uh, he he took us out. We we got a we got a text slash a uh, a uh, kind of a little vocal communication throughout the week, uh, saying he'd love to take us out to the Pelican. Pelican, where incidentally we went viral. For the Tiger Woods video from yep. the match. Yep. Also home of the LPGA event. Pelican Invitational or something, I believe. Conditions were pristine. Yep. Absolute yep. pristine. I'd never played it myself, but been out there, but yeah. The carpets I'm looking at right now, that was probably the rough. Yeah, it was. It was It was very minty. Not saying your carpets are bad. It was just how ridiculously pure it was. Yeah. Every Every lie was pristine. No, it was a cracking day out, and we were we were also joined by... The membership director of the club we caddy at. Yes. Which I find is quite funny. Like, think about the circumstance. Here we are, two caddies, getting invited to play golf with a member and the membership director of our club. Where else does that happen? <laughs> what membership director of an elite club is coming out and just twatting balls with, <laughs> with two scrubs? <laughs> what, what member's also putting the trust in that? We are going to behave ourselves. Exactly. When you can go into a comfort station and fill your boots. Oh, God. So, uh, for people who know the Pelican, uh, people know that it is a unbelievable uh, kind of service-style uh, club, and they have everything and anything you want. Um, leading into that comfort station uh, section, they do have fruit, pretzels, Chex Mix. They have jelly beans. The, this I'll get to it. They yeah. have every single beverage yeah. you can think about. Eggs. Eggs. Hot sauce to jerky. put on your eggs. Beef jerky. Protein bars. Ice cream. Frozen fruit. It just, it, 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 honestly, it's unbelievable. But what they are renowned for is their, you had one. I, cu- I couldn't stomach it because I, need, I needed to try and somehow win a bet. Because we were, me and the membership director, we were on the back foot all day until the last couple of holes. Primarily, peanut butter uh, souffle. Good grief. Give, give us a little... Well, I'd heard about them from multiple people. And at the first station, I, I was told, you know, you can try it now or wait till the, the next comfort station. I thought, well, we're only five holes in. Maybe it's a bit early. It's 8.50. So I'll, I'll treat myself on the, le- on, the ne- on the last one. And i got to say, it was, it was delicious. It was... What it reminded me of, it was like the texture of like... A thick kind of chocolate mousse, texture-wise. Okay. But obviously, it tasted like peanut butter. It wasn't like ice cream. It was like, it was like a moussey peanut butter, with just a delicious, like grape jelly layer on top of it. It honestly was sensational. Actually, it was more like a creme brulee than a mousse. It was kind of like a creme brulee. I was just about to say. I, yeah. I, I think it's more of a creme brulee. But yeah, that was quite a good district. Maybe you should start working for Pelican to describe. Like Sorry, you know look. when you know when they open the drawer. You should just pop out and give a description of what they <laughs> what it tastes like. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What, welcome to Hole 13. What would you like? <laughs> this is a peanut butter souffle. Got everything. <laughs> yeah. No, it was an absolute treat. 
and it got me going for the last three holes. I think I proceeded to bogey them all. So <laughs> <laughs> worth the wait. Come on. You did. You finished four bogeys yeah, in a row. Yeah, finished four on after the that, After that Peter Versu play. How you doing? So yeah. maybe that wasn't the go to. But, you and you know. shot four over? Yeah. With a, an Honestly, astonishing... An astonishing part. Astonishing performance on the greens as well. <sighs> you 18. Were... Should we just talk about that part on 18? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 18 was good. Well, what about the part three? The one that uh, after the Peter Versu play... And you hit bunker shot, and then you just proceeded not to really hit the putt. Oh no, 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 no! It was the par five when you played. You made an unbelievable five, but you oh, didn't yeah. hit the birdie putt. Yeah, well, that one I'm, I'm not <laughs> as. Let's go. Okay, let's go back. So we got an uphill par four. Ferdy makes a really, really good par. I, I nearly actually. You know when people are like, oh, nearly missed the face. I actually yeah. nearly missed the face. Yeah. I actually nearly missed this face, and I put it. I pulled it at the bunker. Ferdy made a very, very good up and down par five. Par five, I actually fatted a driver. <laughs> I, I looked at it and I, I saw a divot behind the tee. So I fatted it. It probably went about 200 yards under a tree. I had a punch out. <laughs> 200? So, oh, right. Over 150. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So man just got a punch out under the trees. Okay, fine. I've hit a punch out. I'm still walking up to the other guy's balls when I'm on my way to mine. So I was that far back. They're all having a go at the green, blah, blah, blah. So I'm 180 out. And I, I, was, I, 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 I like the shot. It, it kind of suited my eyes. I'm going to try and just float one, let it just drift off the trap. Struck it nice, good number for me. So happy days. Anyway, so everyone's putting for a, for a birdie. Um, we've all, I don't know, we've all got like 10, 12 footers. Now, my speed on those greens were abysmal all day. And so the caddy says to me, like, this is quick, 50%. I proceed to... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you call it. Kind just of, over just, halfway. Just kiss it. I just kissed the ball. And it was, it was like just stuck in the mud. It was a 12-footer. You hit just it. One you of hit the it weakest, eight feet. Just one of the weakest downhill birdie putts you'll ever see. But... I hate golf. That's what you said. I, I did say that. I said I hate golf. But I, 18 for me was the pinnacle. That part <laughs> on 18. For, 18 well, first of all, that hole was a joke. That we were was. coming down 18. The match was still alive with a few presses. I don't even know if it's reachable if we hit good drives. Like, we could have hit good drives and we'd still have had the bail left anyway to be safe. Yeah. So we're all out there. My partner, the member, tried, he, he laid one up because he can't get home. You went, hit one short left. I went, hit one kind of green high left. Your boy hit one. He actually hit a ripper of a shot just off the back. One of the best shots I've seen all day. So I've got a horrible, tight, 50-yard, clippy, nippy lie which i'm thinking this is exactly what i don't want in front of the clubhouse nippy lie no. anyway hit a decent shot i've now got myself i don't know what it was a 10 footer right little right to left for a par part it doesn't necessarily help because my partner's stroking anyway so i said to him i was like, I was like look we're putting for the same you're half the distance i was going over his mark so i was like just leave your mark i'll just i'll try and give you something to go from Caddy's there, gives me a line, says, it's about 75%, pretty quick. So there I am, making me practice wax. All i got to do is roll it straight over his mark. So I'm over it, putter goes back, ball gets struck. I've hit this thing probably a foot right of the mark, and it's probably gone about 12 feet past the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I, I hit it, 
and I started laughing. <laughs> what, What's the what, point? Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> it was just the worst part I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, <laughs> if I could part, maybe I'd be a semi-decent player. But as it is, You've got to get the broomstick out. I need something. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put a video on the socials uh, later today, actually, and you'll see the putter. But you actually see it get hold. You don't, you film the one I actually hold. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I know. I was talking about the putter that. Oh, uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 philosopher. Yeah, I'm the gonna call him the philosopher. Mr. Tokyo. Mr. Tokyo. What he uh, how he puts. Quite bizarre. But yeah. It works. I should maybe give that rock. a go. Honestly. He was rolling. He was sheerly rolling the rock. But yeah. No, it was a jolly day out. You know. It was followed up by a very nice lunch. Nice little lunch and tour all of the grounds. Tour of the grounds. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh, um I, it's funny because. That was that was my second lowest round there. Played a couple of times, but it's the round gets away from you mm. if you don't. If you don't, it kind of kind of sounds oxymoron. But if you don't put the ball in the hole, you don't score well there. Tends to be the case, right? Doesn't it? Like I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't hold anything. I had so many birdie chances today, but no, it was. <sighs> yeah, it was I couldn't hold anything. But I, I actually, <laughs> Barbie, <laughs> I started giggling. So we're coming over the Courtney Campbell Bridge. And uh, Faraday's like, I just, I just need, I just need something. I, my, my, all my clubs are different. All my grips are different. And looking into it, <laughs> I would say about other than your irons, mostly every grip is different. Yeah, I've got just run us through. Just run us through what you have. <laughs> well, let's go from the from the bottom up. So Potter, I have the pistol grip. I have two wedges that have. A mid-size, but with a lot of tape under. I have a Vokey wedge, which is a standard. Then I go into my irons, which are... They're not quite a mid-size. They're a standard with tape. But I then dabbled with something bigger. So my 7-iron has a jumbo <laughs> grip. My 3-wood has a mid-size, but a different brand. My 2-iron has a standard with tape. And then my driver has a jumbo with a lot of tape. So I've, I've got six different grip sizes through the bag. And, and I was, lots of tape or not so tape. Yeah, and I was thinking today, I think that's why, so on 16, I, I hit that nine on, I, I just tugged it straight left because I was gripping it and I was like, I feel like I'm going to snap hook this. <laughs> and I proceeded to do exactly that. So yeah, I think I've got to sort the grips out. Get 13 mid-size standard grips, put two laser tape and be done. I think that's it. Stop messing about. I just need consistency <laughs> and a new putting game. In a new part of the game, but, but that, yeah. that 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 actually that gave me a little bit of chuckle today. But yeah, all all in all, some pretty good golf. I think we've we've done ourselves proud here. So we've obviously got a couple of weeks of content here, and I tell you what, the notes yeah we the do. notes are, are pretty uh, pretty heavy. So we're going to kind of try and fly through through this. Oh, this is a ripper. Should we start with this one that we both saw? Yes, number seven tee box a while ago, short par three. I forget who we were caddying for. I assume it was members and guests or something. It was normally it was it was the members game. It was the regular it was the, oh. it was the it was the local members who play quite a bit. This was absolutely bizarre. So I think it was a nice day out as well, wasn't it? it was just a normal day. Normal nice day. Everyone so we teed off on the par three. We're all waltzing up to the green. Um, you know, stress free, happy days. All of a sudden I don't know how to describe it, but it sounds like a nuclear warhead was just dropped on the housing estate behind us. <laughs> it, it was. Like, it, it was, was like a legit, like, 
proper explosion. We all ducked. Everyone's like shitting their pants, like Christ, squatting down. And we turn around and and the trees are just smoking. Like it looks like they're on fire. So anyway, long story short, we find out the diagnosis is that there's a like an electrical transformer on the entrance road there that just blew up. Did? Just out of nowhere. Madness. So the fire engine came out and then the power people came out. That that was twist. It was scary for about 10 seconds. Yeah. Like Warner. It was scary happened. before we realized what it was cuz first thought was like are we under attack? <laughs> yeah. Are we under attack? And why are they attacking this golf course of all the places? Exactly. But yeah, no that, that was just a weird one, wasn't it? That was a very weird one. <clears throat> but as uh in the car I was looking through the notes actually and you've also got a very uh, another bizarre moment here. You like lizards? Oh, this is another little silly story. What? So I was out with one of the new caddies from this season and we were walking off 18, end of the loop. So we're walking up, we're all buzzing to be done. He, uh, he's walking next to me, he looks at me and he goes, do you like lizards? <laughs> <laughs> so I look at him, I'm like, do I like lizards? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't dislike them. Be great if he said, oh, you look you look like a lizard guy. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it turns out that he's the lizard guy. So he apparently, when he was a youngster, had a reputation as the lizard hunter. <laughs> and he then proceeded to chase a lizard on the ground, get it, pick it up, and just put it like in front of my face just to prove. The man got a lizard. So it gets even weirder. So I'm like, wow, that, I guess you, you do like lizards, and you just caught one. So you are a lizard hunter. He's like, yes. Well, my uh, email address when I was a kid was lizardhunter at AOL.com. <laughs> oh. What a weirdo. That, if that doesn't sum up caddies, then I don't know what does. We, we, do, we do get some absolute weirdos. But this kid's not even weird. He's, he's a normal he? kid. And I, this is why it surprised me, because he was just a, nor he's a normal dude that I like. And this just hit me out of left field. I was like, you're kidding me. You are a freak after all. <laughs> Do you like lizards? Yeah. I just it, where does it come from? Like that that's just life. That's just so so bizarre. That's just a that's a Florida man thing. He is a Florida boy as well. I don't know. I guess Florida does that to you. <sighs> Terrible. So <laughs> I uh talk about bizarre as well, just more of a in relation to how weird it is. Is uh we had the cookie event. I love this event. It's uh, it's an event that you take four clubs, and um, you play from the cookie tees. Uh, one of the uh, kind of I guess was he an original member, or he just was member pretty much from the start. Yeah, I think he was. He's been. He was there a long time. So we had it. We had an illness. What was the illness? You I forget noticed. exactly what it was, but it was a, it was some form of muscular dystrophy disease. He was the only player to be at our club to never take a caddy. Always take a golf cart, and um, and we play for you know par four, par five, whatever it may be. But they're normally like half the yardages, and so to get on the hole that you're assigned, uh, you take a golf cart out there and uh, going through playing eighteen. We're probably on our sixteenth hole, fifteenth hole, and uh, golf carts near the tee box, and I'm, I'm resting on on the golf cart, and what do I see to my left is a man's bag 
with his yardages in Sharpie, not just small, right, but in, in big, thick, black, permanent marker, his yardages on his clubs. <laughs> it's, it was absolutely... Did you take a picture it, of this? I did. It was oh, absolutely shocking. I put it in my favorites. It was that bad. Jeez. So he hits his six iron, 170. He hits his seven iron, 160. But you'll see, he he put, he must have printed on stickers, like the year before that. So he's <laughs> he's losing yardage. Oh, <laughs> Look. Look oh this. no! <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, he, so clearly, you know, 2021 or 2020, he was thinking his seven iron, 165 yards. Now, that's what happens when you get old. 160, you lose it, don't you? And these are also 15 year old irons. I just thought that was absolutely brutal. I mean, in some ways, is it a bad idea? Yes. Oh. It's a shocking idea. Put it on a piece of paper and put it in your bag. Yeah, but don't, then he's got to look at the paper and then get the club. Well, he just looks in the bag. He's like, where's my 160? <laughs> What's I got 163. What's going to fit that gap? Is that efficient or is that just a golf wanker? Is that, in, <laughs> like, would you say that's interfering with the club? Would the PGA Tour allow that? Can you draw on your club? Yeah, you can. Actually, quite a lot. To but that's normally on wedges. Oh. And it's not normally yardages. It's more It's more like degrees. Say if it's a 60 degree and they've, they've done it to 58 or 59 or whatever, you know. Oh. But, yeah, absolutely shocking. But my guy, um, he played he played 18 the day before. And uh, so he wasn't necessarily, you know, he was limber. He was pretty loose for the tournament. And uh, I thought this was quite a good one. He was like, uh, he's like, I don't hit the range anymore. I've got my, I got a new method. I go, what's that? He goes, oh, God. It's the liquid range. <laughs> it's the liquid range. Oh. And, and I was like, oh, what's that? I'm, I'm presuming it was dr alcoholic beverage of that's, some sort. That's where, I'm, that's where my head's going. He's like, it is a shot of tequila and then tequila, soda, and lime. That's, huh. my, new, that's my new routine. No range needed. Just straight range. So man gets out of the car. So I'm going to warm up, go straight to the bar, shot, then tequila and lime. I mean, honestly. it. I mean, it's interesting. It would be interesting to do a comparison to see what is more effective his, with him. Liquid range and then have a couple rounds where he actually goes to the range. Just see what the average scores are. Got to tell him. I need, I need a synopsis on that because that's quality. <laughs> A geezer. I'll tell you what is also quality. You know. I you are you are a cookie a cookie hound. Oh, this was the same event. That event. <laughs> How ironic is that? The cookie event. I got done for cookies. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, let's rattle through it then. <laughs> so they want to keep the pace of play up. So the halfway house, no one was in there. They just had a few wraps lying about and like a cookies and some packs of chips. So it's, you know, you know, grab a grab a wrap, grab a cookie, on you go. So I'm there just chowing my wrap. We're all just chatting, just chilling. Then I walk over, I wanna get a cookie, and the the GM's there and he always does his, the same thing, doesn't he? So he's like, Faraday, what are you gonna get? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me have a look. So I'm in there, and I've got the tongs, and I, I want one of the red velvet ones. So I get the red velvet, and I've ripped it in half because it was stuck. So I've got half a cookie, and it's like, oh, well, I wanted a whole cookie. So I've got this half cookie, then I go on to get this little chocolate chip one that was behind it. 
So I've now got half a cookie and a chocolate chip cookie in my hands. And he he just says to me, we don't even say anything, he, he slaps me on the arm. <laughs> like that. He slaps me and says, don't be greedy. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, first of all, I was thinking, is he taking the piss? And then I realized he wasn't taking the piss. And then I was thinking, well, do I put one back? I've got my sweaty caddy hands all over this cookie. I don't think they want me to put it back. So I just walked away. Best part of this, though, is we finished the round early. Champions, by the way. My group. Winners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I go in, and my half's there. And he's like, Oh, yeah. Tell Faraday to stop being a fat fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, What? He goes, Yeah. He goes, Tell Faraday to stop. Stop taking twelve cookies. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I was like, so. So this is the thing. I was, I was hoping when I put this note in, I was hoping that uh, you were, you were gonna forget, and I was gonna remember, I was gonna remind you on the pod that of this scenario. So I asked him. And apparently, the GM goes, goes to Mahaf. He goes, yeah, caddies need to start, need, need to start rationing their food selection. What, what is this? World War Two. <laughs> Come on, but he didn't even say that because I remember I walked in as well, and it, and he was he, my half was just smiling at me. He's like, "Did Rob, did Rob tell you off?" I was like, "My half, I took one and a half cookies," and he was like, "Oh, I heard you took sixty four wraps." <laughs> oh man, yeah, the cookies are absolutely ridiculous. And I'm gonna reveal some secret on this pod right now. I know for a fact I wasn't the only person to take one and a half cookies. In fact, I know of people that took three cookies. So shove that up your <laughs> so, so, Sorry, shove that up your ass. <laughs> yeah, you were. Anyway, next story. I probably took at least one or two. I didn't get caught. <laughs> so right now we're actually in Faraday's Fairground. We're, we're watching, what tournament is this right now? Charles Schwab in Charles Colonial. Schwab. We we got Harry Hall, English and, lad. Uh, yeah, he kind of burst on the scene. A bit of a Mika Richards here, and uh, he's putting he's just, like me. He's yeah, honestly, I thought I'm, he's 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 playing with the flag stick in though. Anyway, God, shocking. Talk about shocking. <sighs> Tick of the week. It's back. Oh, Tick of the week. It, it, it's not. Con- I'm not doing it as consistently because a lot of times I do get some very good golfers, and it's quite enjoyable. Uh, but I'll tell you what, my tick of the week. My tick of the week is playing tees that they shouldn't slash not listening to their caddies. Okay. Slash me. Yeah. I want, I, want to, I want to dive into this. I'd say valid. Because, so, we we have, basically, the, the, a lot of, there's two tees that members can play from slash guests. And one's like 67-ish. Well, technically, there's... Four sets of tees, but, but they only but, ever use two of them. Exactly. Yeah. So there's like 66, 6,700 yards. So as a caddy, the players that we, we mainly come in contact with should always be p- playing the 64 to 6,500 tees. Yeah. Even us, because the bunkers are so well placed out there, it, it, it really doesn't matter the distance because it's still going to be a bloody hard golf course. And... So they're debating, they're tossing and turning. They're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll, play, we'll play the mixed and all this kind of stuff. And you just get these guys just hitting like 220, 240-yard 
drives and they're hitting hybrids and three woods and and it's just yeah, like oh, it's, it's a grind just, it's just awful it's just like come out there and have fun have fun but yeah. listen we do this as as we talked about last week we, we we've done this nearly 200 plus times this year this yeah. season right oh, there's yeah. not even this year probably around about 400 times in a year right if you actually really think about it mm. around 300 and something just listen just listen to us. We know as soon as we meet you whether you're going to play what tees. Yeah. And then second of all, my tick of the week, and it's happened to me at least three or four times this week in the last two weeks, is club selection. You know when you just t- you can just tell your player, listen, here's six iron, one something, you'll have a super. Oh, but I think if if I hit this high, no, no, you can't. No, you can't hit this hybrid two twenty on the fly round that, a tree over a bunker. Because what they're banking on is they're gonna hit, they're gonna make that one swing like Tiger Woods, and they're like, yes, but if I pure it out the middle, Barry, <laughs> you Barry. haven't got one airborne yet. Honestly, how are you gonna cover two hundred twenty yards of water? I silly bastard. Had a round where I was constantly battling my player. Not a, not a rude way, not a bad way. You just, guys are just, just fighting. Just, just, just constantly sparring. telling them, hit 7-9, hit 8-9, hit 9-9. Quit. Uh, maybe just punch up. a free wood. Go Every on. time, just, just going, against, going against it. And he would put himself, 9 times out of 10, in a shocking place. So on 13, I literally d- just didn't say anything. He was like, oh, what should I hit? <laughs> like, what, I literally was just like, what do you want to hit? He's like, oh, I think they did that. I'm like, okay. Driver. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he then he'll proceed to like hit it in some absolute no man's land area, and then he'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, should have listened, bro." Four or five times, four or five times, it just got to the point. So from hole thirteen to seventeen, I, I didn't I didn't say anything. I literally just gave him the club whatever he wanted. It does get frustrating. It pisses me off. It pisses me off. But it's also frustrating because they're killing their score and their game. Like, you know, like we're trying to Help give them. you the best chance to make a good number on every hole and if you want to do something that's actually crazy or dumb then you're going to shoot a big number but the biggest thing is if you are a really good player like Brad Bruno we had in the podcast whatever he wants I'll give him it I have no questions because the guy's unbelievable he can hit an 8 degree driver 700 yards in the air over a tree and hit it 300 like he proceeded to do again it's incredible it goes, it goes higher than it goes long yeah wow. and that was that was, was this the panda we got to that oh no we haven't got to that yet but <laughs> I will lead on to that but just to finish off my take of the week <clears throat> um, it's because a lot of the times as well they know how good we are as players so are oh, you playing college you're handicapped so us giving them advice I would be like I'm giving you great advice here to allow yourself worst comes to worst make bogey Rather than yeah. scrapping for double, yeah. So yeah, that was my take of the week. It, honestly, you've got me. This is this is a week on, but I think I remember you sent. I sent you a voice note, and I was just going on and on. I, 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 I was. I'm just. It's, yeah, it, it, it's it, a valid. It, I think it's a valid tick. <laughs> you know. Oh, so that leads on actually to the same guy. So we were on. We were on nine, right, and. As I say, I'm constantly battling him, come, and he couldn't make any putts. And I was actually giving them some pretty good... The last couple of weeks, by the way, my green reading, valid. Very valid. And he, couldn't, he literally had, I think, about four or three putts in the first eight holes. 
Yeah, hmm. it was four three putts in the first eight holes. Come so on, he man. gets on nine, and he has a fifty footer uphill, forty footer, pins way upright. He's back left. He hits it halfway. He looks at me. He goes, ah, "I think it's because my, <laughs> I, I, I don't think my contacts are in right." Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. What the bloody hell have you it's, been doing? Uh, it's, just, it's just like, sorry, they're not in. No, they are in, right? You're just shit. <laughs> you you <laughs> just can't. That. You just seriously can't putt. I love. Initially, I thought you were going to say, oh, I just didn't make good contact with it. No. Man's saying his actual eyeballs are the <laughs> fault of that shot. <laughs> Honestly. I so should have used that one today on 18 green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't even wear contact. Bloody hell. My, my, my lazy eye didn't work. <laughs> Oh. What, what was it Johnny Rell had? A, 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 a oh, detached dis- retina. Detached retina. Yeah. Maybe he's, deta- maybe he's got a detached maybe, retina. Maybe I've got a detached retina. That's why I can't <laughs> putt. Oh, cool. Brilliant. That also leads me into that group. Also, I, I'm going to put this also into the, the, the socials. The worst golf swing I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh. That's only the video. The oh, guy who, oh, yeah, who yeah, was yeah, wearing yeah, the yeah. Travis Matthew, John Rom. Like, you don't, just because you're wearing Travis Matthews, kitted head to toe, it doesn't mean that you actually have to swing like John Rom. <laughs> the glove didn't oh. go past hip height. He did okay, actually. I'd say, honestly, fair. I'd say that's a compliment. He swinged, to, had to swing like John Rom. Uh, this man swung like John Rom if his head was backwards or something. It was disgraceful. He was having an, every swing was an episode. It was awful. Absolutely shocking. But you love to see it. You do love to see it. Do you want to talk about Panda? Do you want to get that off your chest? Because <laughs> I know you, you enjoyed this a lot you, at the time. You, told, you, you said it today as well. Yeah, I did. Well, firstly, because you, the member we were with called you King Kong today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've just hit one, and I'm stepping to the side, and he says, all right, all right King Kong, just rip one down the middle. And I'm looking, I'm like, sorry, do you just call him King Kong? <laughs> The giant ape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you trying King to... What does that even mean, <gasps> Mr. Tokyo? Oh, the philosopher. For goodness sake. Anyway, so that's funny. It. I and think he liked the philosopher. He would, yeah. Or the explorer. He goes everywhere. Maybe it's that quality. should be the question of the week. Should we call this guy the philosopher when he's on the pod? Do we call him the philosopher or Mr. Philosopher or Mr. Tokyo? We'll see what the audience the say. The philosopher. Oh, this is a quality one. What about Foxy? So Foxy was on the pod, God knows how many months ago. What did he do? This was actually funny. So he he texted me. What was the event? Was it member guest or member? No, no, no. It was uh, it was father son. It was yeah, father son. Yeah, it was the last tournament of the yeah, year. Yeah, father son tournament. So he texts me the night before, and says uh, his text is like, "Hey, your boy's singing the national anthem tomorrow." So I'm obviously like, sorry, what on earth are you talking? Why would you do that? Like, they just play it. They'll play a CD of it. He's like, yeah, well, I told GM that uh, I'd like to give it a go. (laughs) So it turns out that this man had an audition in the GM's office where he sung the national anthem. Was it in the office? Yeah, in, in GM's office with the guy we play with today, membership director as well. It was like X Factor, but but they were just sat there. Well, so they gave him the nod. They were like, it, "Okay, it's acceptable." 
And um, yeah. He crushed it. So he, he did crush it. One note, one note out of the whole. It was good. It was good. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. But the best bit was the banter before. Because I, I was just ripping it. I was like, dude, imagine if you forget the words like halfway through. And he was like, don't, dude, don't put that in my head, bro. Don't. don't. I was like, when he was literally about two minutes before, I was like, bro, don't don't sing the national anthem. He's like, what? You know, I'm like, do God save the king. Do the English national anthem. And he's like, why oh. would I do that? I was like, bro, just mix it up. Come on. We're, you know, there's a lot of, lot of British guys here. Dude, I was so, I was so nervous for him. So he asked me to film it. We could, maybe we could whack some of the video up. We just cut a little section of it. <laughs> stick down the socials. He asked me to film it. I was so nervous for him. I was like, oh my God. If, what if this guy's actually dog shit? <laughs> I, I don't really get nervous or I get like embarrassed. But I was just thinking like, if he doesn't hit the high notes or he doesn't hit notes, yeah. And it, like, oh, it'd just be the, one of those, like, cringy, like, oh, just, like, swallow me up kind of. Like, I, I get know. embarrassed for people yeah, like that. Yeah, that's why I was worried. I was just anxious about that. But fortunately, he did, he did a pretty stellar job. Everyone loved it, so. Caddies, caddies, are, they've got, we've got multiple talents. I don't know who he was trying to impress, though. I think it's more of just a self-accomplishment thing that I say that, oh, yeah. Oh, fair enough. from now on, from father-son, Foxy's going to be like, remember when remember when I did the National Anthem? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. 8 out of 10, though, Foxy. Yeah. I know no. he's listening. Good good, good man. He better be. But, yeah. We sh- we're at, we're already at 40 minutes. I mean, I think what we should do is a little teaser for next week. Okay. So... Yeah, let, let's wrap up with the stories because we should let the listeners know about the biggest guest on the planet next week. Huge. It's massive. Biggest guest on the planet. I mean, find me a bigger one. Donald Trump! <laughs> find me a bigger one. I don't think there is. The big one. Professional athlete. Yeah. So Hall of Fame legend in the NFL. Yeah, I think we should say who it is. Just get them excited. No, nah, I, I, nah, I tease him. I, no. I want a little teaser. I want a little tease. I want people. I want people who aren't a hundred percent sure of who he is to have a little guess. So he's a member of the club, big name, big, uh, I guess, idol within the Tampa Bay community as well. If you like the Tampa Bay Bucks, you don't want to miss this one. So let's put it like that. He came in to the funhouse, sat on the couch that's now been sold. So whoever's got. Whoever's you should that have couch sold that me, up, you know. Shit, I should have told them. You know who sat on this couch, by the way? Shagaral. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's our guest. Imagine T Swift. You know where she learned the golf? Harry Styles. He loves the golf, doesn't he, that guy? He is. He yeah. performed in uh, in Scotland after playing St. Andrews the other day. Brilliant. Cool. But yeah, big uh, big tease. Big tease for next week. Oh, yeah, in two weeks' time. And uh, we'll be we'll be promoting that. We'll be getting that up and live. Well, it will be next week's episode when this one comes out. Yes. So it'll be the episode after this. But yeah, we'll you'll find out on the socials and stuff. We're gonna we're gonna bang it out there. So give it a few days and you'll see who it is. But it's a big one. It's a big. It's a big one. It is. So I I I compared it to for the footballers out there for the UK audience. You're good. It was it was like having. Steven Gerrard, Wayne Rooney, Frank Lampard, that, that kind of legend-esque. Yeah, it is. He's comparison. a proper stalwart. He's a one-club one man. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Warm Club man. Yeah, he's a Steven Gerrard. He's a Steven Gerrard of folk. So, yeah, and it was also a belter of an episode. We had a great time. It was. We've it was already really recorded it. I've done the edit. We've all listened to it. It was quality. So yeah, you definitely don't want to miss that. Is there anything else you want to dabble on? I think that's it. I think that's pretty much it. We got we got a, f- a couple more things to, to to touch on maybe in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we do. Well, uh, we're also, we also going away trip. on our trip this time. Actually, this time next week, we're probably going to be boarding the plane, unless it's delayed, which it probably will be because don't know what's going on with planes lately, but they're all delayed. Yeah, Southwest good though. So yeah, we should be on our way to Vegas, and then venturing, you know, working our way around to Utah, little golf jolly with some of the boys. So I guess uh, there should be plenty of stories from that as well. You can't take the equi- you can't take the equipment out there, is it? It's not worth it. I mean, I could take it, but yeah, yeah I we'll don't see. Know. Maybe do a ah, pod. Yeah, maybe, maybe do a pod from Utah. Well, maybe if everyone. I put a mic in everyone's bag, and then it will spread it out a bit. Spread it out, yeah. yeah. Verity's getting charged extra hundred and fifty dollars for weight. <laughs> Sorry, it's two microphones. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, but yeah, no, that should be good. So yes, we'll wrap up that pod with the uh, also the question of the week is. Mr. Tokyo or the philosopher? Yeah, let us know. What's his name going to be going forward? I want to know what he says as well, because he's definitely going to be listening. All the way from Scotland, probably. Oh, yeah. Big trip. Big trip. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone, hope you uh, hope, because obviously this is going to be released on Wednesday, because obviously Tales from the Course, casual conversation, and those will go about it. I hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend. Subscribe! Lots of beverages. You bastards. You bastards. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll sign off the pod by going at Classic Live. Laugh. Live!